0: Hi Kim Duke.
1: Hey Christy. <laughs> it's raining outside. It is today. raining outside. That I was, was gonna mow the lawn today. I'm glad I didn't.
0: It was so cool uh, like
1: Actually today's the day you mow the lawn because then it gets watered after you cut it. Who are you talking to? What? Myself.
0: Shut the fuck up, Joe. Um <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I was looking for an umbrella because we had a guest coming, so I wanted to
1: Did you use the little kid umbrella?
0: No, I I mean I found it, but uh I went outside found the umbrella, came back in, and Landon was about to go outside. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I just wanted to see what outside's like. I was like,
1: okay, that's fine. From the kid who hates and being outside. And I, then I
0: go back into the garage and I hear, pump boom, boom, boom. And I look around the corner and Landon's jumping on he the does, trampoline does in the on. rain. He does
1: like to jump on. He says he jumps higher, which I think is false. Because I've jumped when there's a sprinkler underneath and you don't jump as high.
0: Oh, it just feels more forceful. There's like a sonic boom.
1: Burn more calories.
0: But that was adorable, man. Layla ended up going out there too and jumping in the rain and I just freaking love it. That's kids I love Kids being kids. I yes. love when kids act
1: like kids.
0: Yes. Speaking of kids being kids, our guest today. Um Manchild. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Manchild Christian. Son. Christian son? Yeah, yeah. dude. You're not just Christian. No. No. You sure?
1: You I told me it was Christian. So, are you trying to be funny? See, no. I, yeah. What is I, going
0: on? I don't know what's going on. When I hit record for some reason, I this is the second time I fucked up somebody's last name, even though I know goddamn well what their last name is. Yeah, it's like, God,
2: it's, it's Norwegian, <laughs> man. <laughs> Pull that. All your all after like the your fathers, and you're all like uh, Larsson, <laughs> Andersson.
0: Your you know? son of Christ.
2: Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Christ's son, Christ's son.
1: <laughs> He's the son of the Christians.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm I'm super excited that you're here. Thank you for for making the trip. By the way. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Pull that mic down a little bit. Okay. And closer
2: to yourself. All right. Oh, there, there we go. There we go. Much better. How um, long
1: do you? How long was your drive? An hour and a half.
2: I was like fifty minutes.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
2: Yeah. What happened though? I thought it was going to get here a lot earlier. Uh. My girlfriend stayed at my place, and I'm like, you got to go. And she's like, I'm going. <laughs> and then she walks outside. She's like, where's my car? <sighs> I, I drove her to my place. Oh, so funny. So yeah. we oh, just completely I was forgot. I like, what happened that, yeah. to the car?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah. Mean streets of Minneapolis, though. So you got to be careful. Yeah. That's true. So I had to do that, and then I was hydroplaning on the way here. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You need new tires? Pretty fun.
1: No, no, it doesn't do matter if you have good tires. If it's raining, it's raining.
2: Tires don't do anything. No. They don't do anything? Huge waste of money. No.
1: Even it's snow big, tires. It's a big scam. It is.
2: I'm a, ri- I'm a rim rider. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode for sure, rim
0: riders. Rim riders. Um, so I'm super excited because you were the first comic that I saw that, like, you know that that meme that everybody shares of Zach Elfinakis, uh, with like all the math equations going on and from, no. <laughs> from the hangover when he's in the casino. and the, Oh
2: yeah. I know well, I know the scene from the hangover.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they edit in like all these math equations, like he's figuring stuff out. When you do jokes, I can see the, the one, two, three. And it is just such a goddamn pleasure. Cause that, that's, like in Minnesota, there's a lot of like, I mean the open mics. There's a lot of like testing shit out. But even when you test shit out, it still is like that's a that's a joke. It's undeniable. It's not a some random story that somebody's telling. You know how to fucking write jokes, man.
2: Do I mean everyone has a different approach to comedy. You do it long enough and you get pretty decent at it. Like I would never tell the first like hundred jokes I wrote. Oh really? Oh yeah, they were disgusting. <laughs> I'd be crucified. <laughs>
0: Now, are you from Minnesota originally?
2: I'm from Fargo. From Fargo? Fargo, Fargo Minnesota. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might as well be. Far East yeah.
0: Minnesota, yeah. So, did you start That's doing west. comedy out in Fargo then?
2: Yeah, Fargo had a pretty like thriving comedy scene. Really? Yeah. I and mean, they're all canceled now, but <laughs> <laughs> been uh, exiled to Canada, but <laughs> we had a pretty good comedy scene. There was a point in time when we had two comedy clubs. And we had five open mics. Wow. Holy shit. In a metro of like 150,000 people. Wow. Yeah. For second time I went to go do comedy, I went to an open mic. There were 30 people signed up, so I couldn't get on stage. Oh my God.
1: In How did they Fargo. get 30 fucking people on? Well, it's a college-ish town, too. Was it a lot of young people? kids or just yeah yeah Yeah, it was it was a lot of young
2: kids but just weirdos too yeah like everything was downtown so you'd have all these oddballs that would come in like we got this guy named simon says shout out to simon says who would tell the same five minutes of street jokes it kind of sounded like he had just been bashed over the head with a mallet before getting on stage (laughs) um was just wackos yeah it was fun
1: the only thing i think of when i hear fargo is Prairie St. John's because I work in mental health, so we send a lot of people to Prairie St. John's. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's have you big been? Men- We've all been. So we spent our senior year of high school.
1: <laughs> big old! It's a huge mental health hospital. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Some people have vocational school. A lot of grave this big graveyard behind. Oh. Uh-huh. Is there really? Yeah, they oh. bury people sometimes. Yeah, burial <laughs> therapy. Yeah. I don't know. I know people that don't like it. I that don't I think like Paris everyone I know is every patient
1: going I've there. ever sent there. They are like I hate that place. Don't send me back there. Yeah, but at the same time, they take like the the most difficult patients that I've ever had. Okay, so bless their souls.
0: Yeah, Kim's a mental health
1: professional. That's yeah,
2: bless Sister Maria or <laughs> what's the name of the what's, is it nuns over there?
1: I don't know. Is it?
2: I don't know. It I don't could know. I'm gonna memory. go up
1: there. I'm gonna visit <laughs> so this <what's> place. <laughs>
0: goddamn nunnery um so uh do you have brothers and sisters
2: i have three younger brothers
0: okay and did they think that you were funny or did you kind of ha- like what's the age gap
2: uh i have one that's two years younger four years younger and eight years younger and no they don't think i'm funny that's
0: kind of what i thought
2: I- yeah i'm usually pretty dry <laughs> in daily life like i just i just constantly thinking instrumentally like how am i going to get to the grocery store like what am i going to have to clean today like getting anxiety about things i don't have done or i don't know i like nerd i read a lot of history and philosophy books so really? For the most part talking to me is really
1: boring <laughs> i was gonna it's say you sound awfully fucking-
2: boring yeah,
0: yeah, I regret having you on already yeah. Okay, I do get <laughs> what you're saying
1: though The anxiety about things that you ha- haven't gotten done I do the same thing Yeah, But then you don't do it You just sit there and be like, I really should be doing this And then you get anxious about it And then you still don't do it Until so you have this anxiety over something you could have solved But you just don't do it
2: Yeah, and I'll just tune out for an hour yeah. During a conversation And just think, I should buy that macaroni strainer I'm gonna <laughs> fuck up this casserole <laughs> For the big... The vegetable... Vegetable...
1: Yeah. S- vegetable... spiraler. Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah. Salad I'm a spinner? stroke over here. Yeah, you okay? <laughs> Anyways. You okay? I just got a food processor.
1: Ooh, I have a food processor. Those
2: are crazy. Like, I made... I made zoodles. I made, like, a pound of zoodles in five minutes. the fuck are zoodles?
1: Zucchini noodles, which I have oh. two zo- I have a zucchini. Oh, Do you want I mean the z-
2: noodles shaped like these <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, is my ponytail in your camera? <laughs> in is it blocking your shot?
2: No, oh, there's a camera it's just on your me.
1: Stupid hand.
0: <laughs> there's actually no, two you, cameras on you.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh no. You you, you signed that release before you came, right? <laughs> oh
2: my feet. Doing? Yeah, we're getting okay. your
0: hobbit feet. Yeah. What? You don't How many countries feet? have you toppled with those feet?
2: They're actually very soft. <laughs> My girlfriend always talks about how soft my palms and soles of my feet are.
1: <laughs> do you do those things where you put the bag over your feet and let them soak for a while?
2: <laughs> no, I've never oh. even heard of this. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where? So it's like a foot bath for Yeah, basically. Or no, you,
1: you like put this exfoliating stuff and then you put a bag over your feet. Okay. <laughs> well, you've got what you.
2: And they got a bag of like skin water when you're done, or what? <laughs> I don't know. I've never again? done it. That's actually how they make kimchi. Okay. Gross. So My homeless. dad's done the thing. Have you seen? This is like in bigger cities. They have like these Southeast Asian uh, parlors where you stick your feet in in the fish eat what yeah, yeah the you've never heard of off that? your toes no yeah but you should not. put your
1: feet in there they need it are, are they the
2: pretty fi- bad the fish yeah i have disgusting feet i mean you both have shoes on in your own house so i have yeah. to assume the worst <laughs> the <feet. laughs> it's a solid uh are you japanese i am japanese <laughs> oh well then you can do that <laughs>
1: <Hey>. <laughs> but these so are my house shoes there's
2: okay. there's fish in the water as your feet are in there no, after your feet are oh, in there. Oh, after? No, f- wait, wow. Yeah, you yeah. put your
1: feet in there, there's little fish in there, and then they nibble off all the dead skin and stuff on your feet. Wow.
2: They're little like minnows, though. Yeah. Like catfish They're or
0: They're
1: not something. like piranhas. Oh. They're like little.
0: Piranha is where I went to first. Minnow you wouldn't pir-
1: have feet left. You'd take your feet out and it'd be, bo- it'd be No bones. Yeah.
0: I think that'd be better for me. My feet are awful.
2: If you had skeleton feet? <laughs> I think they eat I the I think bones. most doctors would disagree.
0: <laughs> piranhas are, uh, they. I l-
1: mean, as long as you keep the bone, then you can at least balance yourself. It's when you lose those bones. <laughs> I think like, you need yeah. all the, the
0: tendons, though, that uh, keep those bones from. That's just, true. Whoa. I think they need the
1: tendons, too.
0: But yeah, piranhas are like a bone in type of eater. All their meats are bone in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're all bone in.
0: Now, I want to get back to the brother dynamic. Were were your parents together growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a pause there.
2: Yeah. Well they got divorced. They did get divorced, okay. But I was like out of I was out of the house.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I
2: wonder this with Well, they're also back together now. So Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Good job, parents. <laughs> <laughs> um but like I wonder this
0: with my older brother in that he was removed from the family dynamic for a while, like Good he would Perry show up.
2: He was removed from the family. That sounds dark.
0: Well, he removed himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was like, "Peace out, bitches," because we're from Oregon originally. Oh, and when we came here, he was like, "This place fucking sucks. I am going back to Oregon." <laughs> and uh, so we were all like dealing with a bunch of shit while he was elsewhere, and then he would come back and be like, "What's up? How's everybody doing?" And we'd be like, "Depressed."
2: So In Baxter? Is this? is that where we are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, is this where your parents moved to? To Baxter?
1: Yes. Or Becker. Or Becker. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: Becker. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot.
1: I think Baxter's up north.
2: Yeah, Baxter. It feels- ah, I knew that, too, because I said I was going to the Ted Danson sitcom <laughs> today. I was really excited. Did you get
1: that reference? No. Oh, it's a show, Becker. Yep. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
2: When I was driving in here, I, I thought you all were farmers. I mean, because if you come here from the cities, you go on a dirt road. <laughs> I hate that Google. And then it was just a community in the middle of nowhere with cookie cutter hours. <laughs> so I thought it was a fucking cult ground.
0: It is. It's actually Are you the
2: Maharishi of.
0: It's it's uh, what is that? Becker. Is it Black Mirror that has that where um, it's like a it's like a nuclear dome where we're protected from the outside world, but everyone's. Just a little fucking off, because we're the only people left on Earth. Is
2: so it the new American Horror Story?
0: Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah.
1: You don't even... How do you know what that... Is? You don't even I watch just, those i shows. I
0: see, I see previews. I watch things.
2: He's reading, he reads the TV Guide.
0: I do read TV Guide. Tonight at 9 p.m. Rerun of whatever the fuck George Costanza was doing after Seinfeld.
2: According to George?
0: I think so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um... So Winston with- checks in. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the
1: thing is, you got to finish your story about your brother. Yeah, he yeah. never. He wouldn't laugh at Chris because he didn't want Chris to get the. He t- wouldn't laugh. Right? No, Chris he- would try and make him laugh all the time. He wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, no. and so because we would we would also go out to New York and and work for our uncle who built fences and we so we would put up fences. I would make jokes all the time. He would never laugh. Sometimes he would punch me. And then I found out years later from my sister-in-law, she was like, Sean used to call me and be like, Chris was being fucking hilarious today, but I can't laugh at his jokes because then it'll get to his head.
2: Oh. That's why his
1: head's so and It's big. like, what the fuck,
0: man? My head's already enormous. Just just, yeah. just yeah, laugh at my jokey jokes. It'll
2: get to his head. <laughs> what, what are your parents like? Is, is your dad like a really annoying... Bad joke guy? No. No, they were fucking hilarious, actually.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: I love them very much. Like, they, they,
1: he, 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 like, how can he do comedy when he grew up in such a nice household? Like, I have two amazing parents. I have this and this and this.
0: That's where the mental health comes in. Yeah, it's true. We've all yeah. got some dark mental health issue. And those who say that, that they don't end up touching kids, apparently. Uh, so.
2: I do then. Or <laughs> <laughs> how, how do I get out of the child molestation thing?
0: um like at what point did you think uh, yeah i could i could try this
2: oh i didn't know it was a thing until i mean i knew there were stand up comics and i saw mitch hedberg when i was 17 <gasps> no way uh, which was cool and then i went to college and uh i didn't really know where stand up comics came from like i kind of assumed they were somehow famous otherwise and then just would have specials cuz right. i'm an idiot uh so one time, like, this guy scheduled, like, a comedy show at our college, and I'm like, this guy is a fucking dork.
3: <laughs> and I just mocked
2: him relentlessly, and then I was like, that was dumb. <laughs> and then about, I don't know, Was eight, it, eight was it Kevin later, Hart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm 45, <laughs> or however old he is. Uh, yeah, but then I, I walked by that Red Raven place, which is an open mic in Fargo, and there were 80 crowd members in there, and people were laughing their asses off, and I thought, I'll give it a shot. My brother and I were going to both try it. He didn't try it.
0: So, like, did, did you write bits beforehand, or did you have, like, preconceived? If I were to go on stage, this is the type of shit that I would do.
2: I had a little bit of that. Yeah. But not, but not much. Okay. Yeah. I think everything I tell nowadays was written after I started doing comedy. I had some friends, though, that had, like, notebook after notebook after notebook of joke ideas, and they came out... There's this guy, Adam Quinnell, he used to be in Minneapolis. He's from Fargo. He basically had an whole whole album written before he went on stage for the first time. Wow. Like, the fourth time he performed comedy, he opened for Todd Berry. Oh, well, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I wasn't like that at all. I didn't get my first uh, non-open mic gig for a year. Okay. But that's, that's pretty on par. Uh, Open mic? Not in Fargo.
0: Oh, like, really? <laughs> no. It was pretty common for people to... After their first set, like, well, you uh, definitely deserve a hot yeah, 20, so. pretty much. <laughs> did you produce any shows when you were in Fargo?
2: Yeah, I had, a, I had an open mic uh, at the New Direction called the Monday Night Comedy Open Mic. Okay. It's on Mondays. <laughs> I had one called Pickle Parrot West Pickle Parrot Comedy West? Show. It was at the Pickle Parrot West. <laughs> <laughs> what Ridge- other good names, names did I have for shows? <laughs> I think that was it. I, I hate producing shows. I get so much anxiety about people not showing up. Yes. Oh, my God. I just feel terrible if people don't show up. And also, comics are flakes. Pull, pull you the know. mic a little Yeah, closer. sorry. Comics are comics are flakes. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. I was 30 minutes late for this shit.
1: <laughs> imagine well, there, was, imagine there were six of me. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Like when Chris would produce, it's like some people would show up like right before they're like, you're like, are they going to even show up? And sometimes they show up right before they're set and you're like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Well, I mean, you think about like the a lot of the shows that are produced here are showcase style. So it will be like up to six or seven comics. Yeah. So they kind of I think they think that, okay, well, I'm definitely not going first. So I've got time to show up because I'm not going to watch somebody I've already seen do all of their shit at an open mic Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna show up when i think is okay (laughs) so it's it's like an open mic mentality in that way because because it's the crowds are so similar in these showcases i think
2: yeah and that 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 makes that makes sense to me but obviously if everyone does that then there's no one to get on stage yes
0: yep 100 percent.
2: at all but yeah no, I hate producing shows. So what, I also had a show down in Northfield for a little bit that some guy gave me, and it was canceled within three weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what made you want to come to Minnesota?
2: Uh, I went to school south of the cities. Okay. And uh, I have a lot of friends that are here. It's really easy. I'm not that adventurous. Okay. So I figured I could... I figured I could hang in Minneapolis. And I knew a lot of people down here because uh, we had a comedy club up in Fargo, and we'd always get people from the cities to come up.
0: Okay. Did Mike... um, Fuck, I can't remember his last name. Glasses, Lanky, Fanny Pack. Lestor. Lestor. Did you meet him in
2: Fargo? I saw him in Fargo. I didn't really know who I was.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I saw him
2: one time. I saw him like... Like, the first time he did maybe 20 minutes at this place called Big D's. Ooh. Yeah. Was it a strip club? No. Damn it. They had three for ones, though. so (laughs) (laughs) Pretty classy place. Hell yeah.
0: Now, okay, so you come to Minnesota, you're going to school, and are you doing mics like every Like, how often were you hitting mics throughout the week?
2: No, I wasn't in school when I started doing comedy. I'm 34 years old. Okay. Yeah. Some m- people go to school much, for a long time. Yeah, but they're
1: <laughs> We're thirty we're thirty three, so <laughs> okay. yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just it's kidding. It's funny though, a lot of comics we meet, they're like, Yeah, I'm twenty six, you're like, Fuck, I'm old. Like
2: Oh, I just did my podcast with Tommy Bear.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Nineteen years old, killing it.
2: Yeah. Right? It's t- t- uh, 20, 24, 25, twenty twenty four, twenty five, but still. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I moved back to Fargo, did Fargo, moved down here. Uh, yeah, I've been down here for like three, three years doing mics and doing shows.
0: Okay. Now, so uh, I'm sorry. So I posed that question weird. Are How often are you hitting or were you hitting mics before? Oh, before,
2: before all this? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, pr- pretty often. Like, uh, I went through like a breakup, uh, in the middle of last summer. Okay. And I like rededicated myself to going out all the time. And I actually even hung out sometimes, which is pretty crazy. Like I never, you can't hang out if you're in a relationship. You can't be like I was, at, you know, at the mic for an extra three hours. Just
1: really, you can't. Huh? No, I,
2: uh-huh. it ruins marriages.
1: You hear that, listeners? <laughs> Fuck! divorce well now you're not going to comedy (laughs) shows anymore anyway so there is nothing no comedy really
0: i'm i'm so bad i love the hang so much he does like it's it's my favorite part of like so two things are my favorite part of comedy one is the hang and two is the riffing riff like riffing slash roasting okay so like hanging out with comics and just the conversations can go in so many directions, no matter what the topic is, no matter what fucked up thing is happening in your life, there's a joke in there. And I love that chemistry that I that I have with other comics. I'm I'm lucky in, in the like the most most of the mics that I've gone to I've been able to have those kind sure. of relationships, which is fucking great.
2: Yeah, I do like that too. I like that about it. But like to be honest, I'm usually thinking about my set. Sure. Before and then once I'm done, I'm like, let's get the hell out of here, because <laughs> they they take so long. You know what I mean? Like, yes. You Get on stage. You've been there for two hours. Yep. Some people love it though, and I get I get it. It is it is fun.
1: He's such an extrovert. He feeds yeah. off other people. Yeah. He needs Me, it. it's
2: like draining. Yeah. To ah. talk to these people, and also like comics are really loud and opinionated, and that's true. Say a bunch of funny stuff, and they expect you to respond. What riffing? Yeah no it's too much work
0: <laughs> i am i i guess i am like i'm such a geek for comedy yeah. that i i love that shit so it makes me forget about responsibilities even more so i'm like just glued to that chair like, like
1: your kids at home and
0: keep doing keep doing the things like i brought kim to we went and saw tom segura um where was that at the state theater
1: no, it was at the college. Oh yeah,
2: see the right. guy with the juggling. Jug, what does he do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tom Segura. He, uh, him and his wife have a podcast called Your Mom's House.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And they juggle uh, on there.
2: They juggle. They yeah. do juggle though. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought so. A lot of scrum eating, as well. Scrum. Yeah. That's what. What is
2: that? Is that like taint yes. juice or what?
0: That's the the taint and butthole they call the scrum
2: oh they do mm-hmm. oh i just guessed that
0: <laughs> but so we went directly from that show to ccu and that hang is like it's just as good well it can be bad because the comics that stay in the in that hallway yeah <laughs> like right in that entryway but there's the green room there's upstairs in the bar and in the bar room. Or the bar area, you can be as loud as you fucking want, and it's not going to affect what's happening on stage.
2: Yeah. And there's outside, too. People hang outside. I really do like hanging out at that place. I do a lot. But the problem was, is if I had a weekend at home where I wasn't doing shows, I'd probably be spending that time with my girlfriend at the time, because I would do all these road gigs. My friend and I do these shows called the 40 Below Comedy Show, where we go to rural North Dakota, to these small towns... And perform for these drunk rednecks That say the n-word a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I just remembered The first time I Actually uh, Heard of you was When you did
1: When uh, you dropped that uh, big n-word That wasn't me
0: Right before you got cancelled
2: Was uh, the 12 Mile show You did that for (laughs) Min right? (laughs) That was like The third dumbest show I've ever done in my entire (laughs) life was Where
1: was it? Long Prairie, isn't Long Prairie? Yeah,
2: it's not anywhere. It's a bar, and literally 10 nowhere miles, there, is there, there a church from the by nearest there building. No, not even a church. in there. Oh. There's nothing. I think it's called like Ten Mile Bar because it's ten miles from the closest town, either to the east or the west. Twelve miles. Well, tomato tomato. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it so smells how like do these, shit everywhere. How do these drunk people get home? They drive drunk home, huh?
2: Wow. Actually the people there weren't that drunk. Oh. The the issue was more that was Ryan running this Ryan running the show? Yep. He started it like thirty minutes late. Yep. And then he had like four comics come up and it kind of burned the crowd. But um then he had an intermission, which is for someone who's been doing comedy a long time, we hate intermissions. Like it's not a it's not a good move. No one likes it. Yeah. And if you're going to do it, maybe five minutes. But he did like a 40 minute intermission. Whoa. So when I got on stage, the comedy show had started like two hours and 40 minutes be- before. And there were just like these four old biddies in the front row that had not laughed at anything. But they needed their like grandkids to come and wheel them out. So they were stuck there. <laughs> and uh, I tore into them for 30
1: minutes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, when I did that show,
1: and they didn't laugh, did they? No, no.
2: The comics laughed because I was—I'm never mean to people from stage, <laughs> but I just had at it.
0: Um, when I did the show, I I showed up early, and uh, the waitress that came to our table goes, "What do you want?" I was like, well, "I a food." Okay, you want something to drink? I was like, "Yeah." That'd be, that'd be good. So she goes, gets us her drinks. You ready? Yeah. Can I just... <clears throat> can I just get a basket of fries? And she goes, a basket? What's a basket of fries? <laughs> I,
3: like, I don't know. <laughs> I so it
0: was super aggressive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then I went to the bathroom, and this old dude walked up to me, like in the urinal next to me, I should say. And was like, boy, here's a comedy show tonight. <laughs> I was like yeah And he goes You think they're gonna be any funny And I said I don't know I heard they do a lot of black jokes And he started to turn Like physically turn his body away from (laughs) While he was being It was pretty great We had a a bunch of people sitting at the bar That were like turned away from the stage too Mm -hmm. And I have this joke Where I I talk about uh, Sucking your friend's dick Uh when he hasn't showered, and how unfortunate that experience is. Yeah. But as soon as I said, you know, when you're about to suck your friend's dick, all of these Trump-supporting old white dudes turned and with their eyes almost to say, "No, we never suck dick." And I was like, "This is great. This is this is why I come." <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so you start. When did you start doing road uh, road gigs? And are these shows that you set up yourself?
2: Yeah, my friend and I. My friend mostly sets them up. Okay. Yeah. His name's Nathan Fulselbach. He is stuck in Botno, North Dakota for the entirety of this quarantine. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: That sounds like a very small town.
2: Yeah, it's a thousand people (laughs) in the Turtle Mountains. The Turtle Mountains? They're not mountains. And there are no (laughs) turtles there. (laughs) Just one of the hills looks kind of like a turtle. Oh like all hills do yeah so <laughs> but yeah so he books a lot of them he books like 90 percent. i book like 10 percent of them and we go and do them you know you just call it bars or facebook message them be like we want to do a comedy show here's the price we'll bring three or four comics you know it's going to be a certain price yeah but what here's made you price.
0: guys like how did that idea even come about
2: um And we would set up some small, people would set up some small road gigs, but it was the idea to like be able to get stage time. We didn't have a club for a little while in the cities and we wanted to stretch and do longer sets. I mean, that's where the majority of my feature sets I've done have been, you know, like I've probably done like 50, maybe more than that, maybe like a hundred of these. Holy shit. Shows. So like if I was going to do that in the cities, I would have to get booked at every club and it would take me four years yeah so wow that's
0: really fucking cool so you guys just wanted to you knew that you had the material and you wanted to be able to have that
2: stage to do it. yeah and also it's a really good experience i mean if it's not too traumatic like you grow a lot being in these bars and small towns and trying to get through your shit because if you can get it to work there you get it to work everywhere pretty much as long as you're not playing towards the like lowest common denominator sure yeah.
0: Did you did you find that you were change, adjusting your set at all f- for the towns that you were in? Like, were there any towns where you were like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do this
2: fucking joke here? A little bit of that. There's some stuff that I cut. A lot of it, though, is that I just got louder as a comic. I got faster as a comic. I uh, had more crowd interaction. Because you got to pull them in. There's a lot of people there that aren't there to see comedy. They're mm. there because that's where they go every night and drink you know 20 bush lights yeah uh, so Ma- you have to pull them in somehow matt
0: field and i have, have said that uh people like for for bar shows um people show up and comedy is happening they're yeah. not going there for comedy it's just happening oh there's comedy happening
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but i and that's interesting with the the crowd stuff because I feel like every single comic we have on here doesn't like doing any crowd work.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough if you just go in and you try to figure it out. But if it's the best way to do crowd work is make it seem like it's crowd work but it's not really.
3: Oh.
2: Like you ask a question enough that you get only like four or five responses and then like you can just move off of that. That's what all these Crowd work comedians do. Oh, that's interesting. Bunch, yeah, they're a bunch of magicians. I was just gonna Liars. say that.
0: <laughs> There's um, like when people uh do like pretend that they're doing mind reading, right? Yeah, they they have that that method figured out where they go. Okay, if they answer this way, then it probability leans more towards this thing, and they
2: just keep doing that. It's called cold reading. Yes, cold reading. There we go. Yeah, it can also help you succeed in business. Really, relationships?
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Speaking of relationships, what's your work relationship?
1: It's my. Are you working? Am I having sex with a? Yeah.
2: My boss. Yes. Yeah. Oh. No. uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm working (laughs) remotely right now. (laughs) What kind of work do you do? Uh, Right now, I'm doing uh, site selection for car washes. Really, it's just fine. It's just finding and sending. Basically, information on places where a car wash could go. Hmm. What? Are, what's the criteria for? A, <laughs> I've never even thought of that. You have to be uh, next to a source of water. Okay. Preferably, right below a big water tower. Ah. Uh-huh. That's about it. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Need a road to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Or by train tracks, you can have the cars trained in. Sure. Yep.
0: I like mm-hmm. the, the, my my favorite car washes are always on
2: tracks. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: There's not much car left after the wash, but, you know.
2: I actually come from a railroad family. No, you don't. I mean, that have worked on the railroad. Really? Yeah, you know, I'll live long day. I um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. My grandfather was an engineer, and my uncle was an engineer on the BNSF. Oh,
1: wow. It was
2: a pretty pretty big fucking deal in North Dakota.
1: I know. Wow. They love yeah.
2: The railroads. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> every every town <laughs> the railroad goes right through the main street.
1: And there's always a bar nearby.
2: Oh, multiple bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this one railroad track, uh, that the Amtrak came through on, and on one side was a Bismarck, which had been open since nineteen thirty five, and the other side was the Empire, which had been open since nineteen thirty six. And it was just always uh, madness—a zoo. And every year, like one or two people would get run over by a train. Oh my god! So, like in in class, you know how you would have a like school shooting drills or something. <laughs> Nowadays, we had train <laughs> killer train seminars. Was it? Would you called <laughs> Operation Stop, <laughs> which meant if a train's coming, stop. Unless you're on the tracks, then don't stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was duck down, cover your head. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you avoid the tracks.
2: <laughs> what do you want to do is make it look like you're really big. <laughs> 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 Train will. <laughs> stop for you. stop <laughs> for you. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh,
0: tilt tilt that biatch okay. just a smidgen.
2: I'm my soda. i trying to I thought I'd have a yeah, that's the idea with a fountain drink was a straw. Yeah, that's a good good point.
0: <laughs> I did botch that a little bit. My bad. <laughs> um so this is interesting because when Casey came on here, uh huh, I remember him saying that he had he had been thinking about doing a podcast, and he was like, Joe came up with this idea called Joke Quest. Uh, I think it was two thousand at the time, or something like that. And so we—I re- remember the concept, and then after we recorded, he told me like what the process would be, and like picking out of a jar. I was like, "It's a fucking great idea! You guys need to do that." Yeah. And then, you fucking
2: did. We, we did it.
0: <laughs> so where where did that idea come from?
2: Well, actually, like Gabe. Gabe messaged me is like, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast at my studio? Record at my studio." I'm like, "Okay." (laughs) And he said, "Come up with a podcast." And then I thought, "What would be the easiest thing to do?" And that was it. (laughs) It is. Yeah, yeah. I write jokes anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
2: so funny. So I basically tell other comedians, "Hey, write jokes the way I write jokes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the way I like them. Come
2: over to my house, and then try to make me laugh." Yeah, that's my podcast.
0: So, how often are are people trying to write jokes long? Oh, you know what I mean. Like, like how long? Like too fucking long to try and make it work for the <laughs> the way that you guys normally yeah, do it. So
2: they always fit on a note card. Okay. Yeah, there's no flipping of the note card. But I like writing them like really long sometimes. So they take really small print and takes up the entire. Because then it's funny. Because then they don't know when it's going to end. They're like, how is this not ended? (laughs) Because I love that. I I mean, I'm I'm mostly a one-liner writer or a shorter joke writer, but I have some ones that are like intentionally long for humorous purposes, like Shaggy Dog stories. You know what I'm talking about, Shaggy Dog? No? Uh, There's like this old joke where someone uh, does this long bit about this Shaggy Dog, and then at the end, the punchline was, that dog's not that shaggy. Okay. No one knows what I'm talking about. I get what the, I get Have the, sentiment. Seen the, 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 like Norm McDonald's moth, like, it's been a long the time. The moth joke. So the moth joke's a pretty simple joke. The punchline is like a, a moth goes in and describes his problems. And then oh. the doctor's like, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm a podiatrist. And he's like, well, the light was on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yes. used to tell that joke all the yes. fucking time. Yeah. I love that. So it's in. But that Norm, ser- but Norm, uh, when he was on Conan or whatever, whoever who's on TV, I don't know. He told it and made it like fifteen minutes long, like unnecessarily long. And I think sometimes that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like uh, Christopher
0: Hitchens. Do you know who that is?
2: Yeah, he He's died being he waterboarded. Yeah, he did die being waterboarded. Okay, for Christ. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but. There was like Vogue had had some type of award thing, and they wanted him to speak because he's a journalist. Yeah. And he chose to tell two jokes, and it took like 20 minutes to tell two jokes. Nice. He tells this joke about these two onions and how they fall in love. He starts with the the, the boy onion and how he went to school and he wanted to be like his father. This is
2: heteronormative, his joke? It
0: is heteronormative. Okay. Continue. So heteronormative. What are onions? What type of vegetable are those things? They're They're a bulb. Yeah, bulb. Yeah, there we go. So this this bulb uh, (laughs) Bulb. uh, has uh, very big plans of becoming a chemical engineer, just like his father. And then he meets another bulb at school, and they fall in love. He courts her, and um, and then they end up pregnant. And the and it was unexpected. And so the the mother. Is brought to the hospital, and the father is in the waiting room, rolling back and forth, worried as hell. Yeah, no legs. And uh, the doctor comes out and says, "Sir, uh, can I have a word?" Onion rolls over. What's, what's the word, doc? What's going to happen? Is is my son okay? Is it a, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Um, <clears throat> it is a boy, and I want you to know that this is okay but uh, your son is going to be a vegetable the rest of his life. Uh, but that that's the same fucking thing, like just this... For that the, one... P- for that, <laughs> for one, that one line. That sting that people... Like the look <laughs> in people's eyes when they go... <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. I've done... I've
2: started doing this one. I wrote this really dumb one-liner, but I've made it really long. And what I do is I tell like kind of a slew of like somewhat offensive jokes and I say, okay, now I'm actually gonna be serious right now because this next joke is probably the most offensive joke I've ever written. It may be the most offensive joke I've ever heard in my entire life. It's got me banned from comedy clubs. I once tried to tell it at Thanksgiving, I'm no longer allowed at family occasions. And I tell everyone to buckle up. I say, leave the room if you're sensitive to these kind of things. And then I'm like, okay, here we go. Have you guys, have you, have you heard what they say about a man with big ears? No. Oh? Well, he sure has. <laughs> <laughs> but I build it up for like yeah, five yeah, minutes. That's
1: so awesome. Do, does anyone ever get up and walk out?
2: No. Uh, <laughs> they, they know, that know would I'm be full the of best.
1: shit. All of a you see a couple, couple people walk out, you're like, idiots.
2: <laughs> no, they walk out for separate reasons.
0: <laughs> so now. Back to back to your podcast. What what made you want to get Casey involved?
2: Uh, Tattoos. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You like his tattoos? Tattoos do
2: read well on podcasts. They do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember what I was thinking at the time, but uh, I'm glad. I I'm glad we did it together. We met in Fargo to discuss the ideas of a podcast, and he happened to be in Fargo. I happened to be in Fargo. We were talking about it. I don't remember why. It came up. I must have had some good impression of him for a moment for some reason. Yeah,
0: <laughs> huh. canvas... Yeah, but it works
2: pretty well, I yes. think. I think we like kind of play off each other pretty well. We're foils to each other. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, canvas... he's kind of soft-spoken because his face is broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is his face still broken?
2: I don't know. I he's like... always kind of looked like that. He's... <laughs> he's milking it on one side. For sure. He's milking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's getting that trip to Disneyland, so he has <laughs> to keep it up. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what
0: is happening with Make-A-Wish Foundation kids right now. <laughs> <laughs> since they c- oh, since they can't go.
1: I mean, I think Disney World opened up and can, <laughs> oh, there's no. only like so many people that I can get in. Well, I don't like, know. But though. still,
2: you're not going to send someone like the most vulnerable yeah, population. Like
1: the, yeah, a population with, that can get sick. Oh, that's so sad.
0: Do you think they like Zoom with Michael Jordan and that's their thing now?
2: <laughs> well, they got a cameo. Oh, yeah, he could just give him a million dollars of credit on cameo. I w-
0: I was oh, telling yeah. uh, Booblitz that I think he should uh, make a cameo account and just pretend to be one of the Sklar brothers.
2: Huh. <laughs> yeah. He right? kind of looks, kind of looks like him. Yeah, he's Sklar like. Yeah, Sklar adjacent. I mean, I haven't seen those guys for a while, so <laughs> yeah, sure. But yeah,
0: Make-A-Wish Foundation kids, um, if your wish is to be shouted out on our podcast, oh yeah, f- right in.
2: <laughs> I'll say your name. Who, what's what's some common names right now? I was just for gonna, little kids. Um, Rex, Rex. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. People are getting weird. There's Kaden. a lot of
1: Wyatts, Cadens, Camden's, okay. Hayden, Haydens, Jaden's,
2: Murray. So there's probably some kid named like Wyatt Johnson who's dying right now. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. This one's for you, Wyatt. Yeah.
0: Now since the pandy has happened. Yeah. What ch- like were you going into work before or were you always working from home?
2: Oh yeah, I was working remotely and traveling for it and going to Fargo sometimes, but uh Yeah, but then after the pandy happened, I just like didn't see anybody except for my girlfriend who I just started dating right before it. If not, I would have seen no one. Really? Yeah, but now I have a roommate too, so Okay. Yeah, I see enough people. Is he funny? Yeah, he's a comic oh he has yeah his name's Ethan peterson oh. he just moved here from fargo in the middle of the pandemic <laughs> that's well that's good
0: yeah is he also searching searching for car wash he
2: he is uh working for a property management company so same yeah he yeah. uh <laughs> yeah he got that job like immediately upon moving down here oh, wow that's crazy
1: during mm-hmm. a pandemic
0: yeah so what's what's it been like I mean, I know with your podcast you get to write jokes and kind of perform them still, but is it weird not like actually traveling to go and and tell jokes?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've done it. I've done a few shows recently, but I haven't traveled to go do any of them. Actually, the only like paid show I did was at Sisyphus, and that was a lot of fun. Like that was the most fun I've ever had in that room, and it's a fun room. It really is. Yeah, and it was half. It was half full. It was only like twenty. 25 people in there.
0: Did you have to wear a mask? Uh,
2: Kind of while moving around, but once you get on stage, you can take it off. Because okay. people are far enough okay. back.
1: And people, audience, did they have to wear masks at that time? You have to
2: wear masks when you're moving around. Okay. I, I see. Because when you're sitting, you're drinking. Yeah. Sure. I think the main people get it is like spitting in each other's mouths, kind of.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We've had to stop. We live together, and I can't spit in her mouth. Oh, anymore.
2: yeah. <laughs> that's when the love is gone. It's
3: <laughs> so
2: when you know you're in trouble, is you
3: can't.
1: <sighs> gross. When you make that sound, it's so gross. Yeah, that's mucus
0: too. <gasps> that is Ugh. gross. Did you write jokes that were about the current state of things?
2: I wrote, like, two jokes See, about it. I didn't intentionally write jokes about it. I thought that was kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, see, and I felt the same way. Like I, of the, like at least in the the comedy world, what I've been hearing is that people are like undecided whether they do the forty that they had created, or if they scrap that and adjust to like the way the world is now. And I think people are kind of sick of hearing that shit. They're, like, waking yeah. up every day and talking about the pandemic and talking about...
2: It's literally half of what everyone talks about, if not more. Yeah. You know? And comics aren't that smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to say anything that insightful about anything, so... Right. Yeah.
0: And so I, I, I've i been wondering that. Because, like, Alex and I have, have started to, uh, with Dude Absolutely, we have test that premise. So mm-hmm. we at least have to write one joke a week or, like, find one joke that we've been... Okay. In the past and and trying to paint like workshop that shit almost. So like you say the premise because it's not always a joke. It's like there's I think there's something in this like an example would be he brought up how on Twitter there are people that have gotten famous just by commenting on Donald Trump's tweets. Yeah. And like you go to their page and it's like so and so inspirational yada yada proudly retweeted by president Donald Trump (laughs) and the idea that like that that's such a weird Twitter is so I I still can't wrap my head around like do you write Twitter jokes
2: I used to write all my jokes on Twitter really yeah for a period of a couple years I have like 6,000 tweets that are pretty much all jokes
0: see and I didn't know about that I didn't know that comics were doing that until like the last six months or
2: so and some people are really good at writing... A lot of the younger comics are really good at writing Twitter jokes. Like, because it's a certain kind of joke, too. I was yeah. just putting my one-liners on there. They don't translate as well. Because I'm thinking about how they'll sound on stage. But these people, like, know Twitter so well. They know what trends, what pops, what... And they're really good at
1: it. When I think of the younger ones that would do that, does James Stanley do that? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. So he's really, he's of. pretty good at it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. James does it. Tommy does it. Ryan does it pretty well. Yep.
0: Um Jesus. sorry, crashed in the Titanic over here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love I love jokes so much, Joe. So yeah. when your guys' podcast came out, I got so goddamn excited, it actually inspired me to start writing jokes more. Awesome. Um so I I I I think that with what you guys do. I don't know if you know that, but, like, I think that there are comics that listen to it and are like, you know, I think I could I could expand on this type of premise or, like, move forward with that.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Like, hopefully it inspires people to write jokes. Uh, they that- also literally make people write jokes, which <laughs> I think helps, too.
0: Well, and I mean, is the rule that they have to be new jokes?
2: No, they can be old jokes, but we encourage new jokes because it's not that much fun to read a joke on there that we've heard before. Oh, yeah. You know? Sure. Lot, I don't know. I don't think comedy is an art. No. No. I spent so much time like and just b clubs watching all these hacks come through, just crushing. <laughs> it's a it's a skill. It's like bricklang or something.
0: I I think it's like poker in that sense because there are people who say poker is
2: like all this math and all these things,
0: and then you have dudes that win championships that are like, you just get lucky sometime, man.
2: They make it look like it's luck. <laughs> they also make it look like, uh, like just comics make it look like they're just off the cuff. And, and Jerry Seinfeld is like, I was walking through the grocery store today, and I saw this banana on top of another banana. And you're like, wow, this dude's legit. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, he has workers buy his bananas. He does. And then he has another group of workers write the banana jokes. And yep. he goes on stage, and he's a big fucking phony. Take that, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. But uh
1: damn it, he's not gonna follow our podcast. Yeah. Anymore
0: now. Eat a big old bag of bananas, you <laughs> fucking hack. <laughs> I like that idea of like him sending assigning one person to go buy bananas, then there's a writer who has to go and follow
1: Follow the banana fire.
0: Um, do you do you improv at all?
2: Um like on stage, do I say things that are not written out? No, I mean, mean like
0: like, um, if I tried to throw an improv scene at you. Oh, I, God. Don't do, do that. I do improv-adjacent stuff. Grant pointed this out the, when he was on here, was that the type of improv that I like is I'm a director, and I set up a
2: scene. He
1: wants to tell you what you have to uh, say, but then you have no, to make no no no, no, no,
0: no, no. You're the it.
2: Drew Carey of the whole oh. operation. Yes. Exactly. You're the... Oh, shit. What did we call on. I was in improv in high school. There was a name for that title. <gasps> Yeah, in our shows you got to sit behind a desk like Drew Carey and have a whistle. Really? You blow the whistle and you,
1: you say where the to... games
2: are and get the premises from out the springboards from <sighs> out in the audience. That's just
1: his dream job. Yeah. It
0: is. I just got it's just
1: super kind of
2: improv troupe.
0: <laughs> Call them the uh, uh Yeah, you'd be good at improv. The why for art thou's What? Yeah, the why? Why for art thou? Why for art thou doing improv in this place? Yes and also <laughs>
2: Those nerds do like Shakespeare shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. They do. Fucking nerds. <laughs>
2: Sorry, you improv guy.
0: <laughs> um I'm having a tough time. Okay, let me let me let me pan this out. Normally I can read people and figure out where they could expand on a thing. And you have like a you're like a juggernaut in the uh, Marvel's X-Men and that you have that shield that protects him from Professor X, Xavier.
2: I thought Juggernaut was just a big dude.
0: He is a big dude. But the reason he has that big ass helmet is so that his brother, Professor Xavier, can't infiltrate his mind
2: and read his mind. They're brothers. Yeah. Why? Why is one a little crippled guy?
0: that's how mutants work, I guess. Were they
2: in the womb together, and one stole all the energy from the other, and one stole all <laughs> the brain from the other one? Actually, if you had to get in. One into has it. two brains, and one has two bodies.
1: <laughs> Chris is really into comics. Is so.
2: that is that accurate? <laughs> so, so, Juggernaut.
1: Wow, you're rolling. But I do
2: have a shield. No one gets yeah, 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 beyond yeah. the shield. Okay, here we go. What are you talking I'm gonna about? I'm going to figure it out.
0: I got it. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. Okay. I would like to purchase
2: a boat. Good luck <laughs> in this economy. All the boats have been bought up. That's true. People are living at sea now. <laughs> they are living at sea. Yeah. It's like it's your, dad, n- your dad bought COVID. a jet
1: ski and he can't get it until next year.
2: That's true. Yeah,
0: all the BUIs. Our neighborhood all bought trampolines.
1: <laughs> we sure did. And the pools. We and, didn't get a pool. And
0: there was a, a storm one night. And there were trampolines just fucking flying. Flying everywhere. everywhere. Oh, Not ours. that's fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's fun watching it roll past your window and think, I hope a trampoline doesn't nail my car.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Shh.
0: All right. So, okay. What so were you saying? I I would like to purchase a boat. Yes. And you will play the role of boat salesman. Okay. And uh, I'd like you to tell me the features of this boat and try to get me to to purchase it.
2: All
1: right. <clears throat> You're expecting him to know a lot about boats. Hello,
2: no. sir. Hi. Are you looking to buy a boat? I yes, very much so. Uh which what kind of boat? I w- I would like an aerodynamic boat. Any other features you want? Um I would
0: could could there be a uh, is it called a below deck?
2: Yeah. I would like a
0: bellowing deck.
2: Okay, anything else? I-, I need storage for all of my bananas. Okay, is that it? Yes. Okay, this boat has
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's free <laughs> you can get it in three years
0: <laughs> that was perfect thank you i'm pretty good
1: <laughs> that was really good very creative yes and, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Yes, <laughs> and? those bananas are going to get squishy on that boat <laughs> i like
0: i like that version of the salesman too what do you want that's what this one is.
2: <laughs> Just like way beyond yes, and creating no <laughs> conflict whatsoever.
0: No monthly down payments. Do you want monthly down payments? Then no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's time for everyone's favorite segment on this show. Yeah. In three, two,
3: one.
0: I I edit in. Okay. <laughs> I it is' it less creepy, fucking voice? Have you seen the snacks, <laughs> girl? Oh. Now you picked out a snack. Yeah. Would you mind reading what that snack is called?
2: Gelatin-free. Mm. That's okay. okay. So no uh, horse, no
1: <laughs> horse hoofs.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord, Lord Os Gordus. <laughs> It's, it's a, a, sweet a sweet peak, peak of, the of the week. week. Sweet, sweet jellies with gooseberry goose apple or pear flavor and weigh two point eight oh wow, ounce eighty, 80 grams. IKEA nutrition facts about, about two point five, 5 servings. <laughs> <per laughs> so crack that bitch open. <laughs> okay.
1: You take one, smell it, don't eat it.
2: Smell it, don't eat it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like that Oreo test they gave us when we were kids. Oh yeah. Uh, ah. Yeah. because you'll get more Oreos. Yeah, I'll get more Lorda's God snack and flunkins.
1: So you're Norwegian, not Swedish, is what I hear yeah. from you. If okay. this was Norwegian, I'd be able but to say it But those feet are from Middle
2: Earth, for sure. These are not,
1: these aren't, <laughs> like, hairy at all.
0: They're just. I just, I have small feet they syndrome. Acid. Okay.
2: Oh, these smell like, uh... Like feet. <laughs> oh, I got two of them. Is that okay? That's they fine. They stuck together.
1: Ducks fly together.
2: This is crazy how much these smell like feet. <laughs> wow, that is a odd
0: smell.
1: It's like it's like when you walk into someone's house who they've been smoking for years, and the walls are almost <laughs> yellow.
0: <laughs> I like that. It's all in the drapes.
1: This is what the drapes, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We ready? All right.
2: Three, two, one. Oh, it's softer than I thought they'd be.
0: Yeah.
1: Tastes like medicine.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I can't figure out what the fuck they taste like.
2: You guys ever get holes in your teeth? Big, deep holes? Mm hmm. They're getting stuck in those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That Actually, means you'll
1: be eating it later.
0: Mm. Okay, now I'm getting it. It's like, uh, it's almost like myconikes, but like,
2: uh, desaturated myconikes. It's almost like there's no gelatin in these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where the horse hoofs?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can also get it from bones. Horse bones, too. Mm. I'm more of a bone guy. Yeah. I like my gelatin. Like those like- piranhas. Yeah. Oh. Callback. <laughs> Good callback. I was going to
0: say I like my gelatin like I like my feet. Just bones. But you, <laughs> you beat me
1: to nah. it. <laughs> Yours is better, though.
2: Wait, was I allowed to swallow it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Have you guys
2: swallowed it yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm still sucking on mine.
0: The more that I suck on it, the harder it gets. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't get the. I don't. I don't know that's how to explain general. the taste.
0: Yeah, that's very odd. They're not bad.
1: They're what just I'm, there, I guess. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, you know how like they um, make wine by stomping on it.
1: Yeah. So oh. I feel like
2: these were limes that they stomped on.
1: <laughs> Little Swedish kids
2: with well, they had a horse stomp on them. <laughs> And the horse had melting hoofs. Ah. So the horse foot stench and the hoofs but came no together gelatin. with limes. Right. It's hoof yeah. excretion. Oh, yeah. It's it's gelatin-free shit.
1: That's why These I are little Swedish kids vegan vegan horses. from Ikea. from Ikea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little Swedish kids <laughs> on it.
2: That's true.
1: And then they package it in Sweden, send it to that's all nice. the Ikeas. And- I like
2: how they don't use horse hoofs at Ikea. They just use every other part of the horse.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> In
2: their meatballs.
1: Um, and their meatballs are good.
2: Speaking of which, I ate some Swedish meatballs today.
1: Really? Yeah. We love
2: Swedish meatballs. Oh, I made like three pounds of them. Hell
1: yeah. Three pounds. From the Ikea? Or you made your I own? I made my,
2: well, I didn't make the meatballs. I bought the big frozen bags of meatballs. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. Really gross. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go back to Ikea. Okay. I'd like to set up another scene. Okay. Where you're an IKEA salesman. Okay. And I'm looking for some furniture. All right. Hi. Do you work here?
2: Yes, I do. My name is Lars. I am Swedish.
0: <laughs> That's good because I'm looking for some Swedish furniture.
2: Oh, you're in luck, sir. For standing in front of you is another salesman named Sven. Oh. Hi, Sven. He will take it from here. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you, Lars. I appreciate you. I've been I've been fired. Oh, yeah. So sorry for arson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this actually might be my favorite
2: version of improv. <laughs> Just I hate improv. Get me out it. of this scene I'm as glad quickly you keep, as possible. You keep,
1: yeah. <laughs> She's a pusher over here. They're having
2: too much fun. The improvers are having too much fun. It's, it's true. like they got pixie sticks or some shit. They're like three-year-olds. Laughing at their own jokes. Yeah. Which. I do that a lot.
1: <laughs> Give me another one of those things. I want to, one more time. I'll
0: try and figure it out.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm doing a keto right now, so I wasn't supposed to eat one of those. But oh, ah, how's think...
1: the keto doing? Going. Pretty good. Lots of cheese, lots of meat. Yeah, made yep. two
2: pounds of meatballs this morning. I see. Now No it's carbs. All no carbs. Well, let's
1: see how many carbs are in it because you can have a certain amount, like underneath.
2: Right? Yeah what What's the serving size of those? How many? Seventeen how many,
1: pieces. Seventeen
2: pieces. Give me fifteen of those fuckers.
1: <laughs> carbs is twenty seven. Sugars is eighteen. Oh, I can have so uh, it's nine. Right, I
2: can have six six of them.
1: Do you want more? I'll have a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> how long How long have you been doing the kettle?
2: I I have been doing like keto on and off kind of for the past year. Yeah, I lost thirty pounds. Hell Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, That's and now I'm like I'm about. like just like two pounds two or three pounds away. Well, actually, like seven pounds away from my original goal. I see. So I'm just gonna get it done, and then I'm gonna be never do keto again. Well,
0: they say that there's a plateau. where yeah. like you can't get past it.
1: And dudes, when they no offense, but when guys do keto. They lose that weight so fast.
2: I'm very offended by that. You should be.
1: See, as women, we got to hold on to it a little longer because we're, you know.
0: Well, that's because women hold on to everything. Mm-hmm. You oh, like that? Huh? God damn. Huh? Yeah, you know what huh? you did
1: five months ago on Tuesday? Because I do.
0: <laughs> um, you should do keto. I should do keto. I'm the fattest I've ever been. I'm legally obese. Really? Yeah. Oh. No,
1: you're not. By the way, we figured this out not on the podcast last week. He's, like, right under being obese.
0: Which, not much of an accomplishment. Yeah. But
1: he's still not legal. To, to, he to throws say, that legally obese shit out.
0: To say, well, technically, I'm not
2: obese. That's, <laughs> you're in danger.
1: He's a night snacker. To-
2: oh, a night snacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get and that, too. And
1: since he got out of treatment, it's a thousand times worse. And he always brings, like, the crunch- yeah. loudest, crunchiest bag to bed. And you know it's disgusting when he gets up and the dogs jump on the bed to find all the f- fucking food that he left there.
0: It's like a like a bird feeder that I make throughout the night. Yeah, and then I roll over and the dogs come and peck at all. And the And he seeds like that I
1: will eat. fall asleep as he's putting things in his. It's like stop eating. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna die. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it, it makes me think of like.
2: Um,
1: he never used to be like that. He used to snack strictly on vegetables like carrots. Celery, he never snacked on anything sweet. And
2: yeah, but I think that will go, I think that will go away. Yeah, I mean, from what I know from people, you know, in recovery. becoming sober, yeah, yeah, in, re- in recovery, there's usually so- like eating for sure or yeah. smoking or something like that. You might pick up as a bigger yeah. habit, but it you will did it pick up
1: f- smoking for a little bit. Yeah, it will
2: fade, it will fade away. Yeah, I think Look at that. you'll get some more coping skills. Thanks, dude. Do you are you descended from gray dukes? I am okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but let me tell you about the gray. So aliens, yeah, you know how they call them the greys, yeah. So I'm descended from anthropomorphic uh, gray aliens.
2: That is that is that is something else. Yeah, I'm I'm descended from dog shaped aliens, <laughs> <laughs> not anthropomorphic ones. <laughs> Um,
0: w- with your podcast, how can people find the podcast? Uh,
2: people can find the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Google. Oh yeah, Google S- Rectangle or whatever it's—I don't know what it's called. Yeah, the I new Google was... is something else. It's not yep. Google Play.
0: Right, it's um, Google Chrome something. Yeah, I was just looking at the
2: stats, and the podcast name is jokequest Quest Two Hundred. My original suggestion was jokequest Quest Two Thousand, but I typoed.
1: <laughs> and You lost a zero.
2: Yeah, I lost a zero along the way, and uh, it's not Joke Quest 2020.
0: Uh so. Joke Quest 200. Uh, do you guys have like an Instagram or anything for that?
2: Uh, we do not, though. I think I'm going to set up set up an Instagram because you can do these. They're called like headliner videos. Have you done those? Uh-uh. Oh, so what you can do. Is you can take clips of your podcast and you can you know put images over them and gifs and text. Okay. What, what do you use for podcast hosting? I use Podbean. Oh, okay. So this is hooked up to Libsyn, but there's oh, probably Libsyn. some other kind of. You could probably do it also.
0: I get there is a video option. I just haven't explored it. But yeah. Maybe maybe that's it's what it really is.
2: easy to use. Well, that's awesome. So that's... I'm probably going to start putting out some of those on st- to Instagram. Nice. And well, that will we... just be called Joke Quest 200 on Instagram.
1: If someone hasn't taken it yet.
0: Yeah. Are fans able to write in jokes? No, but I'm thinking
2: about. Us making that a feature,
0: because this won't come out for about five weeks.
2: All right, because we've
0: put a bunch in the can.
2: <laughs> all right, mail all your jokes to what's what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> yes, hand write those jokes and mail them
1: <laughs> in post to Baxter, Minnesota.
2: It's yeah, Baxter, Minnesota. Or just tell tell jokes, make them go viral on the streets, and I'll hear about them.
1: Yeah, Twitter hey. them.
2: Yes.
0: Yes, Twitter your jokes.
1: Send out them tweeters.
0: Uh, Well, Joe. So the last thing that we do on the show, our our fans are our our listeners are called ducklings. I don't know if they're fans. They listen. They're not fans. (laughs) They just have nothing else to
1: do.
2: Uh,
0: so we say au revoir, little ducklings,
2: quack quack.
1: Au revoir, little ducklings, quack quack.
2: Au revoir, little ducklings, quack quack. Nice. Good job.
1: I love when people.